Welcome to the Grow Your Independent Consulting Business Podcast. I'm Melissa Lieberman, a fellow IC and business coach. On this podcast, I teach you to become a consistently booked independent consultant without becoming a pushy salesperson or working 24-7. If I can do it, you can too. Listen on to find out how. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy you're here today because we have something really important to talk about. Today, we're talking about giving yourself credit. And this might sound like kind of a fluffy topic, but I can't tell you how critical this is. And I want to walk you through today why it's so critical and where you might be falling into this trap. Because I don't know if it's the time of year or just the current state of the world or what it is. But I'm seeing this issue with so many of my clients and other independent consultants that I talk with on a weekly basis. This seems to be a really big issue right now of not giving ourselves credit for what we have accomplished and what we do know. And to be honest with you, I've been working on this myself too. So I want to just really share with you why this concept of giving yourself credit is so important to the success of your business, what it looks like when you're not giving yourself credit so you know if you're doing this or not, and what to do about it in order to give yourself more credit for where you are in your business and therefore run your business more successfully. So that's why we're talking about this today. It's really on my mind. And I'll just share a personal story of also why it's on my mind this week and why I chose this particular topic. You know, as I just mentioned, I've been working on this concept with my coach in terms of giving myself credit for what I have accomplished in my business. I sometimes tend to think about things What are all the problems that I haven't yet conquered? What could be done better? What is really optimal business operating like? And where am I missing the mark there? You know, constantly, that's the way my brain works. And I'm sure that's the way your brain works too, because at the heart of it, we're consultants, right? We're always looking for problems and areas to improve. And so that's just kind of the talk track that's always going on in my brain. And in a lot of ways, it's really valuable. And for you, in so many ways, I'm sure it's valuable for you too, especially as you're working with your clients and delivering and always, you know, really scanning what's going wrong for this client. How could they be doing things better? And sometimes when our brain is in that zone all the time, and that's where we really are giving most of our attention to, we miss this really important element, which is giving yourself credit. So anyway, I've been working with my coach. Sometimes I'm really good at giving myself credit and really seeing myself for where I am and running my business from that place. And sometimes I fall back into the mode that you may too of thinking, I don't know what I'm doing. Even though it's been 10 years, I don't know what I'm doing or I'm still learning something. And then I am kind of looking at my business from the wrong vantage point. I'll share with you much more about what I'm talking about here in a minute. So anyway, this has been on my mind and it hit me like a ton of bricks this week from a personal perspective because my 11-year-old, you met him on the podcast. I can't remember what episode it was. We'll put the link in the show notes. But anyway, he introduced one of the podcasts when I had laryngitis. He's 11. He's a competitive swimmer. He swims every day, except for Sundays, unless there's a meet. Anyway, he swims a lot. And this summer, he's you know been practicing and going to meets and 
at the end of the summer is essentially our state meet, the Colorado state meet. In order to qualify for the events to swim at the state meet, you have to meet certain times. They're published. There's a chart. You can see exactly what the times are that you need to hit with each event in order to qualify to swim that event in the state meet. So that's how it works. Anyway, so all summer long, I've been thinking about him and noticing him swimming. And there are some times where he doesn't, he's like swims this event. And then at the very end, he kind of slows down and doesn't touch the wall. You know, he literally did all this effort. And then the last millisecond or a couple of milliseconds, he kind of, in my mind, this sounds terrible, gives up. Should have finished the race more strongly, right? And so all summer long, I've been in my head thinking about like, oh, it's just like the smallest little adjustments that he needs to make in order to hit these state times. This is not going well. Now, let me just be clear. I'm not saying any of this out loud. I am not a swim coach. I am not qualified, nor even if I were qualified, that's not what I want to be doing for my son, telling him how to to do this job better. But (laughs) with that being said, so that's good. On the good news front, I'm not telling him all these things about how he should be improving. However, in my mind, I'm just sitting there all summer watching these meets and thinking to myself, this is not going well. He could be doing so much better if he just made these small adjustments. And constantly just kind of swimming in all of this. Should have done better, could have done better. Why didn't he try harder? All of these things. I'm sharing this with you, wanting to give you this really good example because this is what hit me so hard, but also really mortified that I've been thinking these things about my child. Anyway, I'm telling you anyway. So basically at the end of it all, the point here is I've just been really thinking about what's going wrong for him, what's not working what he could be doing better. That's where my brain tends to go for myself. And now I realize that I'm doing it for my kids too. And so fast forward to the end of this little story that I'm telling you, we got an email from the team and it had all of the information about the state meet. It turns out that my son has qualified for 10 events at the state meet. I think the maximum is nine that he could swim. So he's qualified for more than is even possible to swim. And he also qualified to be on the A relay. So that means the top four boys in both the IM, which is one of the relays, and then the also the freestyle. So he qualified for two relays out of two in the top four, the A relay. Everything was great. My point here is the entire summer, I thought everything was going wrong or things for him had slowed down or he could have tried harder and just had that little extra edge. Instead of recognizing where he was actually at, the whole summer I was worrying for him, which is not helpful either because (laughs) this is not something he's worried about. So why I'm worrying about it is a whole nother problem. But you see what I'm saying? Like, This whole summer, I've been thinking that he's behind where he actually is. It robbed me of the joy of enjoying watching him swim and seeing his successes. Instead, I'm worried about where he could be doing better. Even though I don't say these things out loud, I'm sure our emotions don't lie, right? There's probably some inklings or 
energy that he took away from my mental state that wasn't as positive as it could have been. And it wasn't even real. He was doing great. He's hit all of these milestones. And it actually earlier than he might have been possible because the age great ranges are 11 to 12 and he's 11. So it's crazy, crazy to me. And so back to my point, I've been working with my coach on this particular issue for my own business. And it hit me like a ton of bricks this week because now I see I'm doing it to my own kids. And that's where, you know, I think for a lot of us, we realize, okay, I got to draw the line here. Like this has to stop. So notice for yourself, where are you not giving yourself credit? Where are you looking at things about overly emphasizing what needs is going wrong or what needs to be improved or what could be optimized? Because your consulting brain is overpowering your ability to see what is working and be able to amplify that. Just like my poor swimming son example. So with that, let's talk about how does this apply to your business? Because like I said to you when we first started here today, I see this time and time again, every single week working with consulting business owners who are not giving themselves credit for what they've accomplished in their business, seeing where the problems are and focused in on those problems, not giving themselves credit for what they do know instead of focusing on what they don't know. I'll give you some examples here in a minute. Not even giving themselves credit for who they know. Thinking, I don't know enough people to create business and a solid pipeline. I don't know enough of the right people. So this is something that happens time and time again for those of us who are consulting business owners. And I want to make sure you're noticing this for you too. So let me give you a few examples. You might be saying to yourself out loud or in your head or both, I'm not good at business development. What happens when you say I'm not good at business development? Really not seeing where you do have skills in business development. It feels like just such a blanket and true statement. And you end up slowing your progress and really robbing your joy in the process. Because it feels so heavy to not be good at something versus you know what, I've got this in place and I know that I can continue optimizing in some other areas. Another example is I'm still figuring all of this out. I think this to myself a lot. I'm still figuring all of this out versus I've figured out so much and let me optimize more. When I think I'm still figuring all of this out, I end up applying the wrong tools to my business, the wrong techniques and strategies to my business. And that could be the same thing for you too. I'm still figuring this out, leads you to down the path to the wrong strategy versus I'm a business owner and I know that I want to engage in a project here to double my pipeline, for example. The last example that you may resonate with is this doesn't count. Whatever happens, you know, you might get a, this is a great example of this. A lead comes kind of out of nowhere. You don't even maybe know where they came from, but they want to talk with you about you know, what you do, your consulting services. And so many times, in fact, a client said this to me this week, well, this doesn't count because I I didn't really do anything to quote unquote, get this lead. And so when you think something doesn't count in your business, you end up bringing yourself down in your thought process into a much more junior level than where you are. 
So those hopefully give you some examples. I'm going to give you so many more as we go through today's episode, but I want to give you a little taste of it so you can really kind of wrap your arms around what I'm talking about in terms of giving yourself credit. So if you can relate to any of those sentences or similar sentences happening in your brain, then this is something that's really important. If for some reason you think this doesn't apply to you, that you're great at giving yourself credit, I really recommend that you keep listening because there is no consultant so far that I've come across in the hundreds, if not thousands that I've talked with that hasn't realized that they're having this issue in some way. So today I'm going to walk you through a process where you can notice where you're not giving yourself credit and then give you the three steps in order to fix this for yourself and start operating your business from the actual place where you're at versus thinking you're at somewhere less than where you're at and therefore choosing the wrong strategies and choosing to operate your business in a way that's really not commensurate with where you're at from a evolution perspective. So specifically, we're going to go over four areas today. I always love giving you an agenda on these podcasts. So the four areas are Number one, I'm going to talk with you about how to recognize this business problem. Then we're going to talk about why it matters. And then we're going to talk about why you're not giving yourself credit. What's the reason why you might be doing this? It's always helpful to know the root cause. And then finally, I'll give you those three steps to just really put into place a practice where you are purposefully giving yourself credit. All right. So before we get started, I wanted to remind you of the independent consultant scalability assessments. I just recently optimized it and I would really highly recommend that you go over to the website where I set this up. It's called icscorecard.com. The two letters IC for independent consultant scorecard.com. And what will happen is you'll answer a handful of questions about your business, and then it will give you a personalized, tailored report that helps you to understand what your highest level opportunities are from a optimization perspective so that you can scale your business. By scaling, I mean growing your income, increasing your impact, increasing your cash flow and profitability, And also doing so in a way that is sustainable, where you do have work-life balance and aren't needing to work more or build some huge, crazy team to get there. So be sure to go take that. It's such a powerful resource. You'll see some of the testimonials on that webpage and it's perfectly free. So go take that. So you've got yourself a blueprint that you can look at to say, here are the priorities that I need to be working on in terms of scaling my business. Okay, with that, let's go back to our topic of the day, which is giving yourself credit. I want to share with you how to recognize this problem in your business. I want to be very clear, this is a business problem. So I've given you a few examples already, but you may already be resonating with this. That means that in some ways, this inner dialogue is very blatant. Sometimes it's very sneaky. For me, it's very sneaky now because I've worked on this so much that now my brain is a lot smarter about me trying to think these thoughts about that things are going wrong or that I should be doing things better or doing more things. And so my brain's gotten really sneaky in terms of offering me these types of thoughts, but not in such a direct way because it knows that I am onto it and 
the easy stuff now is not coming through. The easy stuff to recognize, I've shut those off. Now it's kind of the more subtle ones. So for you, I want to share with you how to recognize this business problem, whether it's going to be really blatant or a little bit more subtle or sneaky or both. Whatever's happening for you as you think about your business and how this idea of not giving yourself credit is coming into play for you. So it may sound like things like, I'm not good at business development. I'm not good at sales. I've never done this before. I hear this all the time from business owners who have been in business everywhere from one year to 20 years. I've never done this before. They truly mean it. They say this to me. They mean it. They believe it's true. And then... I asked them more questions and we realized that's a complete lie. (laughs) Not on purpose, obviously. No one's lying to themselves or to me on purpose. But we truly think this. I've never done this before. Like, I've never really had to create leads for my own business before. I've had people tell me this and they've been in business for five or six years. And then I start asking follow-on questions and we realize that's actually not true at any level. But it's just this perception that we've had about our business from maybe early on that we've never replaced on fully. And so we think these things, I've never done this before when it's not true. This is new to me is another good example. This is new to me. It may be new to you on the surface, whatever it is, like creating a pipeline, an actual pipeline might be new to you, but I can assure you, you've done some form of a pipeline, even if it doesn't look like that on paper, the way that maybe in a textbook it would. Another sentence you might be thinking, I'm still not exactly sure what my consulting offer is. I'm not sure what I want to offer. I'm not sure who my ideal clients are. I'm still figuring out what, you know, honing that in. And what happens is when you think about it in that way, in a very vague way, You're not giving yourself credit. One of my colleague friends said, as I was talking with him about this, it's like, look, you're on the varsity and you're thinking about your business as if you're on JV, the junior varsity team. As thinking you're in the junior varsity, you're going to be making decisions. You're going to be positioning yourself. You're going to be having conversations in such a different way than if you thought about yourself as on the varsity. Another sports analogy today. (laughs) I'm not sure how to price this. I hear that a lot. This inner dialogue or even outward dialogue. I'm not sure how to price this. I've never done that kind of pricing before. I'm still figuring out fill in the blank or I'm learning to fill in the blank. All of these things might seem very true on the surface, right? They seem innocent. They may seem even factual. But at the end of the day, what's happening when you're running your business from that perspective, when you're running your business, having those kinds of thoughts in your brain operating system, you end up getting stuck. So let me give you some examples of what the harm is in not giving yourself credit, in having those types of thoughts, which quite frankly, are probably always going to have those types of thoughts, but it's what you do with them is the key here. That's a little preview to how to handle this, but What's the harm? Okay, so uh, maybe I had some thoughts that things aren't going as well as as they actually are. What's the harm? Or maybe I think I'm not good at this, but what's the actual harm? The actual harm is that these kinds of thoughts, the way you're thinking about your business is keeping you stuck. 
what's happening, for example, is it makes you miss the opportunity to pivot because you don't even realize what your numbers are. Here's That's a great example. So let me tell you more about that. I had a client who, when we first started working together, you know, I was asking her a lot of questions about her business and the numbers and the forecast and, you know, all of the the basics of a business. And as we started diving into it, I just noticed this sort of realization on her face. And I asked her what it was. And she said, I realized that I've already hit my numbers for the year. I think it was March or something. I've already booked enough business that I'm hitting my numbers for the year. She had no idea. She was operating off of the not giving myself credit, you know, frame of mind, which meant like, I better strive to hit these numbers. This is going to be hard. I'm behind, you know, all of these things that are just this default way of thinking without looking at the numbers. When she looked at the numbers, she was shocked. It's just like my son and the swim meet, right? I think he could be doing better. He should force himself to finish strong. And then when I look at the numbers, he's like doing incredibly and having a great time. There's nothing going wrong. For this particular client of mine, there was nothing going wrong. And if she had continued operating her business from that way of looking at things where she hadn't given herself credit, where she didn't know where she was quantitatively, she would have made so many different decisions about the rest of the year when she actually looked at the numbers and saw where she was at, she made some changes in her pricing. She made some changes in her capacity plan to take more time off. She made changes in the way what she was offering to clients, you know, what kind of work she was willing to take on. These are huge differences in her business, all from the place of giving herself credit for what she had accomplished. If she had been left to her own devices, she would have run her business in so much more of a junior varsity way. So that's why this is so important to give yourself credit. Another example, I have a client who I think they're four or five years into their business. They've been in business for a while, different iterations of their business. And as they think about it, and describe their business to me and some of the business challenges that they're working on. It's all about like, I'm figuring this out. I'm learning how to be a business owner. Those are the types of dialogues. You know, obviously that's what their inner talk track is. And as we work together in our coaching, that's what comes out. I'm really trying to get all these pieces into place. So I know what my routines are and I know exactly how to work on my business, not just in my business. Like these are the kinds of things coming out. But I challenge that client because they've been doing this successfully for four or five years. They're thinking about their business in the wrong phase. They're thinking their as their business as a startup instead of as a mid-sized company, a more mature company. And as a result, making decisions that are just mismatched. Another example, when we think we're not good at something, I'm not good at selling myself, for example. I've got a client who really, truly believes I'm not good at selling. And so they procrastinate. Of course, you don't want to do something if you feel like you're not good at it. You're going to gravitate toward the things you do feel good at. But when we dig under the covers and I ask him, 
what do you mean you're not good at selling? Let's just start there. Not about yourself. Let's just start about you're not good at selling. Tell me more about that. And so then it comes out different things that they've sold over the years for their corporate employer, for nonprofits. They've sold so many things that are very similar, actually, to what they're selling for their consulting business. And then we ask to start down the next path. Well, where are you not good at selling yourself? And again, there's examples of success, having successfully sold themselves, their work. I don't like to say we're selling ourselves because we're not selling ourselves. We're selling an outcome. But a lot of times our brain thinks we're selling ourselves. And so really digging into that and figuring out how that is not true and giving yourself credit so that you can start overcoming that procrastination cycle that happens for so many of us when it comes to business development and running our business. So do you see now where the harm is in not giving yourself credit? I've given you a lot of, you know, several different examples here of how this could be showing up in the way that you're running your business. If you're watching this on YouTube, I have a little picture for you to further illustrate this. But if you're listening on the podcast, which is fabulous, you can see this in the episode art. So if you click on the episode uh, show notes, you will be able to see this. And if you don't have a chance to do that, I'm going to describe it to you now. So it's a picture of a mountain. So imagine a mountain at the top of the mountain is a little flag and you're climbing up the mountain. This is your business journey, right? I'm climbing up to the top of the mountain. Whatever that top of the mountain is for you right now would be your goal. What you want your business to look like in the next three years. A lot of times we think we're like, you're in the middle of the hike. You can't see the top of the mountain at all. And so you think like, I've just started. So you think you're kind of midway up the hill. When in fact, you're actually almost to the peak. You really don't even realize it. So if you imagine a, a picture of a mountain and you think you're halfway up and you're really you're 80% of the way up. That's exactly what I'm talking about today. Not giving yourself credit for where you actually are in your business, both qualitatively and quantitatively versus where your brain is discounting where it thinks it is and it thinks it has a long way to go. So when you think you're further behind than where you actually are, again, you have a bias. You have a bias in the way that you run your business and you're thinking about it from a junior varsity perspective versus a varsity perspective versus a business owner perspective. You might be thinking about it. Some of my clients call it, I kind of feel like I'm just a consultant with a business. I'm a consultant with an LLC. I'm a consultant and I have to do business things to make money. Versus I'm a managing director of an organization. I'm the CEO. I'm the business owner. Think about those two ways of looking at your business and how different your decisions would be when you're thinking about it in one way versus the other. And, you know, we've talked about the business toll here, which means you're maybe plateau or you stall or you have slower, harder growth. But there's also that emotional toll. It's kind of like back to my son and the swimming, right? Instead of me sitting there really enjoying and, and being so proud and happy of his accomplishments, I'm thinking like, why didn't he finish that race stronger? <laughs> like that's an emotional toll. I'm worrying for him on his behalf. I'm trying to figure out and problem solve. 
versus just like being there and appreciating what's happening and being so happy for him. The same thing for your business. When you're constantly thinking you're behind or you don't know what you're doing or you're not good at this or things aren't going well, it's such an emotional drain, which is takes an emotional toll on you. So that's why giving yourself credit really, truly matters for you in your business and also for you in your just overall mental well-being. So let's just quickly then look at why are you doing this? And I touched on it at the beginning, really, which is you're a consultant. You're wired to look for problems so you can find solutions. It's fun. We love doing it. I do. I love finding problems. I mean, depends on the kind of problem, I guess, but business problems. I love finding business problems so we can find a solution for them. Business problems, maybe no one realized that is dragging everything down. That's what you do as a consultant. So of course, it would be very, very common for you as it is for all of your fellow consultants to have this kind of a challenge, to not give yourself credit. So I just want to normalize this to say nothing is wrong with you as a human, that this is just really one of your strengths that is backfiring on you a little bit. And so we want to just recognize that, have a little bit of humor about it. And you know, at the end of the day, if I sit here beating myself up for the way I've been thinking about my son's swimming career you know, it's going to make it even worse. Like, let's just have a little bit of fun. We're humans. We're not giving ourselves credit. It's probably the bias that we have as consultants and the type of of our strengths. And so just recognizing that, that it's a common pitfall and being able to move on from it, recognize it and move on from it. So from there, now you understand what this is, what it means to not give yourself credit. Some examples you understand why it matters, what's the harm in it. And I just shared with you why you're doing it. It's a blessing and a curse, right? As they say. And so now let's just talk about how to give yourself credit. So how to fix this. I don't even want to say fix because as I just described to you, I've been working out with this on my coach in so many different flavors, honestly, for years. So it comes up. It's not a problem. It may never go away. At least I don't think for me it will ever go away. But it's something to be so cognizant of, catch yourself early as possible so you don't run your business from that vantage point, like I described on the mountain or from the JV when you're really the varsity and really running your business in a way that's making it harder for you. So here are the three steps that you'll want to use in order to overcome and really start giving yourself credit. The first is, is to be aware. Ask yourself, I've given you a lot of examples today. Ask yourself, where might this be showing up in my business? As I mentioned earlier, I could guess that it is showing up in a lot of different places, even if on the surface you think, I'm not really doing this. I can assure you after having worked with so many consultants and myself, obviously, that this is something that's either happening blatantly for you or more subtly. And so it's something really worth investigating. So go find it. Be aware of where you're doing this to yourself, where you're not giving yourself credit. Then the next step is to get the facts. What are the facts qualitatively and quantitatively? For example, you know, quantitatively, like I described to you, 
in working with that client to figure out where are they at from a financials perspective in their business and what is the value of their pipeline. And as we did all of that work, they realized, wow, I'm so much further ahead than I realized just off the top of my head without looking at the paper, without looking at the data. So go get the facts for you data-wise. Go figure out where you're at from a revenue perspective. Go figure out where you're at from a profitability perspective and margins. Go figure out where you're at from a kind of the value of your pipeline. And when you argue with me right now and say, well, I don't really have a pipeline, you do have a pipeline. It might not be in a CRM or on a spreadsheet, but you have a pipeline in your head, a potential clients that you may work with in the future, put it down on a piece of paper, put an approximate value against them, weight it by the likelihood of close, and get the facts. What is my pipeline? So force yourself to get those quantitative numbers so that you really are more clear on where you're at and have given yourself credit versus just assuming you've got nothing and you need to start from scratch. Qualitatively give yourself credit. This one's a little bit trickier, right? But give yourself credit. Where are you at in that mountain climb that I described to you? I can assure you you're not in the parking lot of the hike. Like figure out where you're at in terms of the evolution of your business and make sure that you're making decisions from that place versus thinking you're so much further behind than you really are. And then lastly, you want to really purposefully shift that vantage point over and over again. So this is the redirection phase of the three steps of the process. Your brain's always going to want to go back to what the problems are or what you haven't done or where you're not giving yourself credit. And so it's constantly redirecting yourself back to where you are. So you're not thinking about someone who's striving or learning or becoming better. You're actually thinking about yourself, where you actually are, what you have accomplished and giving yourself credit for that. And quite frankly, and this is for another episode, but quite frankly, the best way to do this is to think about your business from the perspective of having already accomplished whatever your three-year goal is and looking back upon and being really an advisor to yourself from that vantage point versus from the vantage point of less than what you've already accomplished. So really, truly being aware, getting the facts, and then redirecting on purpose so that you ask yourself things like, as you're making business decisions, business decisions being, what am I going to offer? What am I going to propose? What is my pricing? How am I going to handle you know, my business calendar this year? What are the offers that I want to put out to the world? Who, what are the clients that I want to work with? All of those kinds of decisions that you make on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly basis. Ask yourself higher quality questions. How do I already know the answer to this? How have I already done this? How is this working? Where have I done part of this type of thing before? What do I know? Asking yourself these questions is so much more powerful than assuming you haven't ever done it, assuming you're bad at it, and coming at your business and the decisions that you're making and the way you're spending your time from that other vantage point of not giving yourself credit. Okay, so go put this into action, my friend. This is truly so important for you to give yourself credit for where you are in your business and to make decisions from that place 
versus from the place of not giving yourself credit, thinking you don't know what you're doing or you're not good at it or you've never done it before. You can see what a stark difference it makes in your business. And I want to make sure that you're putting this into place and up-leveling your game as a business owner. So if you want some help with this, reach out. I would love to talk with you about working together. I am a private coach for my clients. So we work together one-on-one and really it gives us the opportunity to dig into these types of things that are definitely not on the surface. They're not things that you would notice on a surface, you know, just trying to run your business. If you do it, you know, by Googling or trying to figure out what the quote-unquote right way to run a business is. There's so many resources out there to do that, including on my website. The key here for your success and for you to have joy and fulfillment in your business is to address things like this, where you're shifting into the place of giving yourself credit, where you're shifting into operating your business from a different vantage point so that you're making decisions and choosing strategies that are appropriate for where you're at from the evolution of your business. So if that is something you would love to explore getting help with, go out to consultmelissa.com and you can grab a time on my calendar. We'll put that link in the show notes as well. All right. Great to talk with you today. I hope that this episode is something that you go spend some time thinking about and putting into practice because I know for sure it'll make a difference. Have a great rest of your week and I'll talk with you soon. Thanks for joining me this week on the Grow Your Independent Consulting Business podcast. If you liked today's episode, I have three quick next steps for you. First, click subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to make sure you don't miss future episodes. Next, leave me a review in your podcast app so other independent consultants can find and benefit too. And finally, to put the ideas from today's episode into action, head over to melissalieberman.com for the show notes and more resources to help you grow your consulting practice from your first few projects into a full-fledged business. See you next week.